0: There are many reasons why people get into real estate.
1: From the outside looking in, the real estate business is very romantic. Drive a nice car and you take your clients around and you show them nice houses. And then as I began working with your team, Al, man, this business is hard. In Slow County,
0: there are people who have licenses and people who can be considered real estate professionals. When I see somebody say, oh, well, you know, my friend just got their license, we're gonna have them sell our house, it's like, okay, you know, it's just like my friend just got his, passed his dentist test, but he's never worked on anybody's mouth.
2: It's like, okay. Don't want to be the, don't be the uh, guinea pig on yeah. that one now.
0: If you take the professional approach, it can be rewarding beyond the monetary compensation.
1: This is a noble business. You do great work for people. Think about the fact that you're helping a family realize a dream. Isn't that noble work? So you want to be a real estate professional in paradise. Listen to some people who've done it a while.
3: In this episode of the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze, here's your host, James Bueno. Mr. Swayze is with us. Good morning, James. Mr. John Turner is with us.
1: President and counter for
3: And Jay Pete, CEO of Keller Williams Central Coast. James, glad to be here. Today's uh, pretty exciting. This was an eventful conversation before the podcast started. What's it take to be a real estate agent? We're going to start with Jay. Uh, Mr. Pete, why don't you start us off on uh, what does it take to be uh, a real estate agent with Keller Williams or or in general?
2: I interview people all day, every day about those that want to get in the business or that are currently in the business. I coach and train a lot of real estate professionals and those that are looking to get in. I always use the analogy of the best bread baker in town. Luigi's got the best bread. I, I pose this question. What if Luigi had to go plant the wheat, till the soil, plant the wheat, nurture, care for it till it was ready to harvest, harvest it, then take it to the mill, grind the wheat into flour, and then transport the flour to the to the bakery, would the man have any time to bake bread? And no. And yet that's what a life of a realtor is. You've got a database that you have to nurture and take care of, make sure that there's no weeds growing, you know, and then when they raise their hand and say, "Ready, I'm ready to buy, sell, or invest, that's when you, you take them to the mill, you walk them to the mill, which is basically escrow, Uh, And help them through that process. And only through that process can you turn that wheat into flour, which equates to dough. This is 100% commissioned. Uh, commissioned position. So if you're not selling, if you're not closing escrows, you're not getting paid. I go through an economic exercise with them to make sure they've got six months worth of reserves so that they don't find themselves in harm's way. Because the last thing I want to do is put somebody in a position where they're going to be economically harmed. And as a 100% commissioned position, that's what you are as a realtor. It is not an easy job. It is a contact sport. It's not like, oh, I'll just put a stick in the ground, I'm going to get paid. There's a lot that goes into it. And just being a licensed agent with a brokerage Um, it's gonna cost you about $1,600 a year to be a member of the California Association of Realtors, the National Association of Realtors, the local MLS. So it's not for the faint of heart. Jay, what, what would you say,
0: because this happens to me a lot, because I've got clients of mine uh, from the past that are now real estate agents, you know, they say, oh, well, I, I really like houses or, you know, wh- what is it about real estate that people don't understand, Do you think, when they're getting in? What are the impressions they have, do you think?
2: Um, I think that, well, those that I've talked to, because, again, I'm, I'm interviewing 10, 12 people a week. And that uh, that are just getting in the business. They just love people. They love helping. They want to connect the dots, which is great. But that's more of a public relations specialist. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally have to be a salesman. Uh, you have to be uh, an, an economist. Say, a real estate salesperson. Ec- salesperson. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. Thank you thank for the correction. A salesperson. You're welcome. By uh, the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you have to be an economist. Yeah. Um, uh, you have to have um, the ability to handle multiple things at one time, multitasker. Which, to be honest with you, is a term used for computers, not for humans. Um, so that there's there's so many different things that they need to do, and it's, it's I'll, I'll, I'll say it. You know, how many agents are in San Luis County licensed? There's two thousand over two thousand licensed. Maybe a thousand that have done it, twelve hundred that have done a deal. There's maybe four hundred that make a living. That's a small number of success, and you're a small business owner. Small business failure rate in the U.S. is um, 20% of the agents are gonna, people that get licensed are gonna make it, 80% are gonna scrub out.
3: Is part-time agent a thing, like somebody that has a, a, a job, and then real estate on the side, weekend?
2: This is a career for you? No, there's no such thing. You're either all in or you're all out, because you have to do the things necessary to win. And you're, so you're staying in front of your database. You're, you're doing things on a daily basis to generate um, activity, not only for your business, but to make sure your clients are taken care of. Because if you're not the one person they think of when they decide to buy, sell, or invest, they're going to think of someone else and you're out. First of all, you said you take your clients
0: to mill. It sounds like you're taking them to slaughter. So I'm going to have to, you know, so Luigi, I don't know if I want to use him for my bread or my real estate. No, but anyway, um, if you're starting a small business, let's say I want to start a restaurant but I've never had a restaurant, and maybe never worked in a restaurant, because I don't know, You know, some people get in real estate, maybe their parents did, or they're familiar with it, but a lot of people don't. You don't have a database. You don't have customers.
2: Now, I don't care if you're a realtor, a dentist, or a restaurateur. If you don't have leads, if you don't have people coming in, people thinking about you, you're, you're out of business. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's all about so you need leads. customers,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's where people get confused, because you called real estate a contact sport, and I think that... That What that means in our jargon is unless you're talking to people on a regular basis, you're going to be alone. right? All, all alone. Yeah. So, and, 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 and from my perspective, real estate, it's a sales job. People have a negative connotation with sales. I sure did when I started. I never, you know, growing up, I, this, this is not like, oh, you want to be a salesperson. Nobody ever said that. But, you know, there's, there's retail, which is like I have a store or something, and you wait for people to come to you. And if you're in that store and there's nothing in the store, there's no inventory, nobody's going to show up. So either they like the product or they like the person. Then there's wholesale, which is you have to go out and find business. So then you spend all your time trying to find a plot of ground to plant that wheat. And, yeah. then, and then once you plant it, you have no idea what to do when this planted. I think the challenge with real estate is if it was as easy to become a doctor as a licensed agent, we'd probably all be dead because <laughs> there's
2: practice and there's just no formal
0: training. So very,
2: very low barrier to entry. Yeah. It's more of a technicality.
0: Yeah. That, that's why in my position, when I see somebody say, Oh, well, you know, my friend just got their license. We're going to have them sell our house. It's like, okay. You know, it's just like my friend just got his past his dentist test, but he's never worked on anybody's mouth. It's like, okay. Don't want to luck. be, the,
1: don't
2: want to be the uh, guinea
1: pig on yeah. that
0: one. No, John, you've been involved in, in insurance and sales
1: your whole life. Yeah, you started talking about what's it take and getting started just reminded me on February the 1st, 1979, I I opened up an an insurance agency uh, and I started the business from scratch. I didn't start with any clients. So on day one, I wrote my sixth grade girlfriend's car insurance. And I went home that night, and I closed the file cabinet door. We didn't have computers in those days. And the one file rattled around in my four drawer file cabinet, and I, I had myself an insurance agency. And I only had one client so far. You were in the sixth grade? Is that what I just read? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: That's starting early. <laughs> no, this is your old girlfriend. My old girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. She because became she started... my first client. We were okay. in our 20s. There you oh, there go. You, go. Okay. So you didn't burn that there bridge. There we go. You did not burn that bridge.
1: That's good. No, but I, I did a lot of recruiting in, in, in the old days. And there were really two things that I would look for. Of course, you know, you go have a process and I'm sure Keller Williams does too, where you ask people to build a business plan so you can get to see what they're, what they're thinking and absolutely in good. terms of what it will take to get started in the business. And, you know, I'd look at these business plans. Some of them were 10, 30, 40, 50 pages and, there were really only two things I was looking for. Number 1, did this person have a fire burning in their belly to do this? Because I knew it would be the hardest thing they've ever done, and when it got hard would they quit? So that was the first thing I wanted to learn about the candidate. The second one, it, you know, if if you don't sell, you don't eat. You aren't comfortable being in the sales business. Um, you know, this isn't the place for you. Now I would I would uh, disagree with Hal uh, for a second here on, is there anybody who wants to be in sales? And, and, you know, I'd raise my hand. The definition of the word sell comes from an old English word, selling. Most people think it means to take, and what it means, to give. To give your time, your knowledge, your expertise, your passion, enthusiasm to help people get what they want. Now isn't that a noble profession? Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, whether you're in the insurance business or the real estate business, what I've found is, this is a noble business. You do great work for people. I mean, think about the fact that you're helping a family realize a dream. I mean, isn't that noble work?
2: Right. If, if you're if you get into real estate because you think it's easy money, you're going to be sadly mistaken, and you'll be chasing money your entire life. If you get into real estate to be the to provide the best, the highest level of service to the people that you care about and are in your in your sphere of influence, then you're, the money's going to chase you down. You'll be just fine.
1: I sold my first life insurance policy, and my manager was with me, and I said, "How much money did we make?" And he goes, "I don't know, and I don't care." Just go help an awful lot of people and the money will show up.
0: Equated to a small business like, okay, I, want, I like rooms, so I'm going to own a hotel. So you build this beautiful hotel, but the service component is, okay, what does the client want? You know, should they want fluffy towels, they want a lot of them, they want some space outside. You know, when they wake up, do they want, you know, a cup of coffee, right? If, if there's going to be a problem, do they know about it? And, and a lot of this experience when you talk about service is the reason Um, In a small town especially, which we all operate in, if you don't do a great job, that news travels really fast. And if you do, okay, you did your job, but there's no necessarily kudos. For us, it's nice to know we've done a great job. But part of anticipating what's going to happen next is like a great athlete knowing in this situation, here's what the defender does and here's what I do. In our business, it's letting the client know that, hey, just so you know, here comes a home inspection, Mr. and Mrs. Seller and Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, And the home inspector is gonna work and look at every aspect of this house and their job is to find flaws. If I had a home inspection on my body, I would be single because there's flaws everywhere. And it's same thing in a house. There's gonna be outlets that don't work and those sort of things. And we prepare people the fact that it's not gonna be pretty but most houses have these flaws. So I'm getting to the point where we're setting the expectation that a lot of homes have flaws in them. Doesn't mean they don't function. So again, The selling and the service part comes down to providing information in advance, anticipating those needs, and let people know, hey, this is normal. Don't panic about it. And this is how we navigate our way through. Again, I always equate it to sports. It's fourth quarter. There's a minute left, and you're on your own nine-yard line. And you've got Tom Brady at the helm who knows not to panic, where the guys go, a minute left, and we've got to go 90 yards. We're going to get crushed. This is not going to happen. And just knowing how to navigate that. And there's only one way to get that, and that's experience. And the great thing I like about what we do at Keller Williams is the mentoring program. Because, you know, sure. to let an agent go out on their own without a mentor or somebody guiding them, you don't even let someone come in a restaurant and wait on tables without them guiding having somebody side by side for a while. So so I think that's the challenge that's missing. And, and that mentorship, I think, is super important however you get into any business, right? And I wouldn't dive into real estate with no experience. And if I did... I try to find a good mentor either at a company or nationally. There's lots of ways to do
1: it. You need coaching throughout the process. I think from the outside looking in, the real estate business is very romantic. You know, you drive a nice car and you take your clients around and you show them nice houses. Oh, man, how awesome is that? <laughs> and, and then as I began working with your team, Al, uh, back in 2017, I go, man... This business is hard. It's what, complicated. What, 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 what part is surprised you as is most is, is hard or difficult? Um, th- just how much goes into a transaction. How much goes into first getting a house, uh, you know, on the market, you know, as a listing agent. And then, you know, for the buyer's agent, how much it takes to... That goes into finding a buyer a house, getting an offer written, getting the offer accepted, especially in this marketplace, right? And then just going through the 30 or 60 days of the process to get the darn thing closed with all the disclosures and the appraisals and the loan applications and everything like the, like you say, the inspection that could go wrong. Yep. you know and and if something's going to go wrong it's going to go wrong at the last minute and then you know the real estate agents got to figure out a solution to keep the deal together right? right i didn't realize it was that hard
0: and while that's all happening uh are the buyers and sellers calm and relaxed or they've been a little bit wound up, right? It's like a whirlwind, yeah. yeah. It's super stressful. Again, so it, it looks glamorous, you know, I mean, and again, I just talked to a nice young agent the other day and he goes, yeah, I was going to be an architect, but then I saw the real estate guys had these fancy cars, so I got into real estate. Oh, geez. But, that, that's um, the reason, yep. yeah. Ex- exactly. So, exactly. So, um, but it is funny because, you know, having your house shown is stressful, right? Having someone come and inspect it, having strangers walk through your house, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, finding someone that's thinking of buying and then they go, okay, do I want Jay to be my agent? Do I want John? Do I want Mary? Who's going to be my agent? And then that relationship can be tenuous, meaning, oh, I thought we were friends and agents and now we're not, right? So you get fired as an agent. And there's so many things that happen. And then like John talked about the escrow process, it made me kind of think of childbirth. You think at the beginning, there's no way it's going to end, but when it does, you hope you forget everything, right? So so going through an escrow to me is like that. And And that's just to get through one of them and that's to get, you know, Just get to the finish line for your clients is what they hope. But hopefully, um, we can make it as smooth as possible. But it's it's an interesting profession, and the and the thing the people that love it. I will say this: every day is different. I mean seriously. I mean every day, every situation you're trying to problem solve, navigate, calm people down. What are all the hats you wear? A psychologist, a this or that, you know, counselor, psychologist. Yeah. so, So so so. Enter, enter at your own risk. You know, right? The good ones
1: are addicted.
2: The, yeah, yeah, they are. You get hooked. But yeah. you know what? I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the economics. Because like, people think, oh, gosh, there's so much money in real estate. I can make so much money. Here, here are stone-cold facts. 30% of your income is going to pay for the cost of goods. Another thirty percent goes. What what are the cost of goods? Cost, cost of goods. Um, you're paying uh, where are your leads coming from. So you've got uh, aggregators, you've got CRMs, you've got broker, you've got you know insurance, you've got all the things that you get you have to pay for. Right, to to run a business, whether gas, rent, that sort of stuff, too, or no? Exactly. Everything. um, I get it. No, I understand. The costs are are good, are tied to the the closing of a transaction. Then your your operational expenses. Those are things that you pay if you don't, closing a deal or not. That's another 30%. So 60% is coming off the top. What you take home is is 40%. So if you want to make $100,000, because I hear that a lot, the delta is 100, that's what we need to get you to. You need to gross $400,000 to take home 100 grand. Yeah. And do you pay taxes on money? If you're a W-2 employee, the government's figured it out. They take their money first, and then you get your paycheck. If you're a licensed real estate agent, you're operating as a 1099 independent contractor. If you're not saving money every single time you get a paycheck, you are going to be in harm's way by the end of the year. Well,
0: what's self employment tax in California? Isn't that the, the lower
2: 15? Yeah, yeah,
0: so if it, that goes right away, right? Well, you don't have a regular job, right?
2: That's that's true. Well, yeah. one of the things that we, we consult you when you get in the business is becoming an, an entity, um, a corporation or the single entity LLC where you can then pay yourself a salary. We, we, oh, now
0: you tell me after yeah, 30. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I wish you would have told <laughs> me that sa- when I started my
2: career. You saved the, the self employment tax. Oh, thanks, Jay. Jay,
1: how, many, how many new agents uh, that have done fairly well have you experienced that? got themselves into trouble because they weren't staying up to date on their tax payments.
2: It would, you know, I I couldn't give you a specific number or percentage, but it happens more than I would like. That's why I talk about it a lot. Too many, right? Too many, yeah. Yeah. One person is too much. You know, it's I love having paved streets and fire department, police department, but I did not take on the government as a 30% partner in my business. And yet you've got to make sure you allocate that for. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess, you know, it's a beautiful thing about living in a country where we have reliable electricity, running water. Um, There's, I mean, there's so many things to be blessed for every single day you wake up.
0: It's the rent we pay to live here. Yep. That's right. right.
2: Um,
0: The weather tax, the weather tax. Yeah. yeah, That is the real estate business for sure. Um, And like, I believe last year and John and I, we, we were old, so we can't remember. We either had between 33 and 3,600 sales in the County last year. And there's about 2,000 people that are licensed agents. So if you do that math, you know, that, that's not many sales per person. And mm-hmm. I think you said, Jay, how, how many actually in the last year of those 2,000 closed one sale?
2: Yeah, um, 800 and some odd, almost. I take that back. That was, um, I didn't reach into North 12, Pe- 12, You said yeah, 1200. 1,200. 1,200, right. 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 Yeah, and one sale. Less than 400 was, of them making a living. Right. I mean, the uh, standard living, median household income in our area is like $68,000. So less than 400 making that kind of money. Making 68000 or yeah. more,
0: so yeah, not as glamorous. No, but if you work a lot. So you're, then,
3: you're, yeah. if anybody wants to become a real estate agent, how many, Based on just
0: a sheer average, how many houses would they have to sell in a year in order to make a living
2: in slow County? You know, that's, it depends on the individual. That's one of my first questions that I ask, is like, what is your, what is your, what's your economic goal? Uh, and then we can work that backwards. You know, if I know that you want to make $100,000, you know the average commission is $18,000, we know you gotta close eight deals to net that, so we, we do the math and go backwards. If you want to make a million dollars a year we know what that means but right? my, my real
0: estate coach was selling in the 70s in Huntington Beach area and so Mike's 76 years old so his average commission back in the day was about $345 a house.
2: Oh sure. my gosh. I, and, the, you know, and
0: he looks at us now and goes, are you out of your mind? Yeah. Anyway, it's true. You know,
2: it's yeah. crazy. Well, one of the things I do, I, do, I think, you know, what sets Keller Williams apart from, from about any other brokerage that I've ever been involved in, and I've been involved in a number of them, is that um, we're a training, coaching, and technology company that happens to be in real estate. We get paid through commissions, but we really train CEOs. That's the way that's the, I think my job is to do just that, to help you as an individual agent become the CEO of your own company because
0: that's what you are. I've been doing this 30 years. I just joined Keller Williams in my 31st year in March and joined up with Jay. And so I've worked with great brokers. And again, in real estate, I'm a broker. So I could just have Hal Swayze real estate and not have a broker or any support. I could do that. I I don't because I know it's not in my circle of competence. What I don't specialize in. I enjoy working with people and solving the problems, helping the transactions. You know, I've been in major franchises whose names everybody would know. And it is true I am just blown away by the support and and I had a nice dinner with Jay and he has two partners that are probably three of the best guys you can imagine. And the culture in the company is fantastic the support you get because honestly if you're a real estate agent for most cases is like being I'm a plumber how's plumbing I don't have any people to count on I don't have my plumbing buddies to say how do you fix this thing they provide that environment that you just don't get that some larger organizations that provide value and service to the community and clients and the nation, there is so much knowledge and training that I can personally tap into. It is unbelievable. Because the buck used to stop at me in my office and I go, Hey, if you got a question, let's call the broker CB on our compliance because this is the way we think it's best. Let's call him and he goes, Yeah, you're doing it right. Or no, let's hey, let's add this out and make it better. And it's like, that is phenomenal. So you are correct. This is the best real estate organization I've ever been in. I could just go honestly go wherever I want, and I go
3: here. So that being said, with all the experience in here, uh, let's start with you, Jay. Uh, somebody new listening to this podcast, wanting to get into real estate, let's get some advice. For you know, you've seen a lot. What would you recommend? What makes a, a good real estate agent and a great one?
2: knowing that you're in the sales game. You've got to be um, not afraid to tell the world what you do and, and uh, that you're there for them. To get licensed, you have to take three courses. And Keller Williams, we've partnered with Kaplan University, so I've actually got the courses I can give to anybody that wants to get licensed. It won't cost them a thing. We've got a prep course as well. Building that database so that when you get licensed, you can hit the ground running. You already know what to say. You've already got the, the scripts and the dialogues. But it's not for the faint of heart. You really you are in a 100% commissioned position And if it's something that you want to do and you've got the tenacity, um, you're welcome to reach out to me at Keller Williams and I'm happy to have a conversation with you.
3: Thank you. And then Hal, some would say you've been pretty successful in real estate.
2: I would
0: say this is true whether you want to get in real estate, be a doctor, a plumber, whatever it is. Go and talk to somebody that's in it that you think might be able to give you some information. If you think you want to be a dentist, and you're going to college for it, you better go to a dentist's office and talk to some dentists and see what they say about it. And then I'll tell you this, most people that are good at what they do, most of them are willing to share their ideas. Go, go talk to them. Spend the day. Ask them some questions. See what they actually do. You know, Get a feel for what it is. And I think that's true for any occupation. So I'd highly recommend doing that before you jump into anything.
2: Yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was a couple of years ago, I just uh, started with, Kel- actually it was eight years ago, I started with Keller Williams, and I went through this exercise, this um, career visioning, and um, they helped me define uh, my major definite purpose, which is one thing that I was, was not clear on. And my major definite purpose is to help as many lives for the positive before I leave this earth. And once I realized that was my major different purpose, Keller Williams just aligned perfectly. And that, that's why I'm here. And that's, uh, this is the last uh, J-O-B or, or position I'll ever hold because I feel so wholeheartedly that they are the conduit to give me the tools to absolutely accomplish that. I'm absolutely here if somebody wants to have a conversation.
3: And they get a hold of you how?
2: Uh, you know, you can call the office. Uh, it's uh, 805-773-7777. Lots of sevens. Can't miss it. And uh, they'll direct you directly to me.
0: What you said, you know, John, about it being hard just reminds me of today's world where with all the communication and media, what you see online, whether it's a Tom Brady out there throwing a great pass, boy, if people went and spent the day with him and saw what his day was like and how disciplined he has to be and how he only will eat certain things and how he trains, everybody gets to see the shiny object in the end that was ground down by hard work and polish and everything. A guy like Jay is gonna be able to tell if you have what it takes and if you could have what it takes, what you'll need to develop what you need to to be successful in whatever you do. So get down and dirty, find out what it really takes to get something done, whether it's a dentist, doctor or real estate professional.
2: It's so easy to track the lag measures in anything, right? You jump on the scale, oh, I lost 10 pounds. Well, uh, how many calories did you burn? How many calories did you consume? I don't know. Those are the lead measures, and so when the Tom Brady story is the same. You, know, you look at a real estate professional that's out there doing very, very well. You've got to, to, to find someone, ask them the questions like, "What did you do to get here?" W- knowing what you know now, what would you've done your first year in real estate? Those are great questions to to ask if you're newly in the game. Find that person and ask. But it's the lead measures that are going to have a difference on your life.
3: Tal, I think I'm going to try to be an agent now. I'll me over. too, James. So yeah, I'll I'll give it a go. go. <laughs> give it a go, gentlemen. I, I'm not. It's too hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you so much. Awesome podcast today, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thank you for listening to the House Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. It comes out every Monday, so check for it in your feed for the latest information on the San Luis Obispo County market. The Slow County Real Estate with House Wazy Podcast is available wherever you get your podcast and on housewazy.com, where you can find current listings and other real estate tips. Housewazy.com, that's H A L. S-W-E-A-S-E-Y.com. I am James Bueno, Director of Marketing for the Hal Swayze Group. If you're looking for anything real estate, give us a call, 805-781-3750.
2: Hal Swayze is a licensed California real
0: estate broker. DRE number 01111911. The Slow County Real Estate with Hal Swayze Podcast is a production of AGM Podcasts. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.